Hello, and welcome to Just Figure It Out, a podcast to inspire and encourage our listeners to pursue their goals. This will be done by sharing stories and experiences from guests about how they made definite goals, how they failed and succeeded, but never gave up. In essence, how they just figured it out. My name is Jen McAllister, the host, also the owner of Rise CPA and Accountants. And today, I'm really excited to introduce you to my friend, Frank Martinez. Now, it was a few months ago that my husband and I attended a multifamily workshop where we were learning more about the opportunity to earn passive income. And while we were there, we met Frank and his mother, and and I was super impressed right off the bat that he was there. He was doing like old men stuff, if you will, but at such a young age. And it wasn't just that he was there, but what impressed me through those three days is he's an initiator. You know, he would initiate a group and he would hold people accountable and just wise beyond his years. So I'm really excited to talk more to him today. You guys are lucky to to get into his brain and hear some of his experiences. So with that, one thing that also stood out to me that I, I remember is humble upbringing. And even if you wouldn't mind telling us, Frank, your your mother's upbringing, like give us a little bit of background on your your circumstances, your family. Well, thank you for a nice introduction. I really appreciate that. I'm happy to be on your podcast, sharing some thoughts, going back and forth with you. So yeah, definitely come from, you know, kind of a, a humble upbringing with my mother, you know, you met her at the MFM three-day conference and she's, uh, she's my business partner as well. My mom, she, um, she was the first to graduate in her immediate family from high school. So she kind of set the, set the standard for, you know, what's expected for us as her kids. However, she, you know, she grew up in different circumstances than most people, you know, we come from, uh, in Denver, you know, a few uh, years back, it was a different place. However, the, uh, the economy here and everything has kind of um, evolved, but um, yeah, my mom, you know, she's defied a lot of her, her cards and basically is, you know, capitalizing on uh, what's in her control now and what's, what's in my control. So seeing my mom kind of overcome a lot of obstacles especially growing up, she's always encouraged us, we could do anything. And I, I, I truly believe that, you know, and I don't think I'm limited by my years either. You know, I'm, I'm, I know I'm young and I'll be um, 27 um, in March, but I don't think it's ever too young to start considering like investments and, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And when I say young, of course, it's all relative, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's very impressive that in your twenties, you're, you're accomplishing, you're, you're, you're starting to accomplish such amazing things. So yeah. yes, young is definitely relative. <laughs> you mentioned, you know, you mentioned like being very specific and about, you know, setting goals and intentional. And I have, you know, some very specific goals I want to meet before I am even 30. So, you know, I'm, I'm persistent, I'm diligent and, in, in working, you know, one step at a time every day towards a specific goal. And one thing I do for myself is really hold myself accountable. If I say it, I really have to do it. And, you know, I, I share my goals a lot. So I'm, I am saying it often, uh-huh. but I think that's part of the, part of the game as well. When you speak it, it almost come to existence, you know? Yeah. I think, yeah, speaking it is great for a couple of reasons. One is accountability. I mean, if you're telling people this is what I'm going to do, then it really does hold you more accountable, but definitely 
speaking it, manifesting it, then it opens up your mind and opportunities. And somehow those are presented to you because you're ready. And because you you've stated your goals, something else that I like that you said is by the time I'm 30 and, and with, with goals, they have to be measurable and you have to have a timeline and you have to have certain parameters instead of, you know, like I would like to be richer, right? You have to like really define what that is. So um, if you don't mind sharing, what are your, and I know oh. they're financial goals or many of yeah. them. Um, what are your financial goals by the time you're 30? Uh, well, my financial goals, I want to have 50, 50 million dollars worth of assets under management. And it's funny because I'm actually looking at my phone background right now. So, you know, like I like to, I have a one, three and a five year plan for my goals. And I'm just looking now at my three year goals, but just because I want to, you know, see it every day, it's always in my Mm -hmm. face, but I want to have 50 million in assets under management, you know, hopefully cash flowing. You know, I haven't ran the numbers to see what, you know, 50 million would uh, cash flow me, but you know, somewhere around 50,000 dollars a month in cash flow that's that's what i would like uh, you know i ran a budget i i specked out the dream car i picked out the house i built the budget and you know in order for me to achieve what i want i need fifty thousand dollars a month so i i you know i really kind of made that a specific thing to you know work towards as well as you know, some material goals I, I want that porsche you know i i want that porsche and i'm working towards that i don't want a porsche when i'm like 70 because everybody has a Porsche at 70. I want a Porsche <laughs> um, when I'm a young, a young buck, you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, I want home ownership in, in Colorado and Arizona, as well as I have fitness goals too. So, yeah, well, I love that because to most people, they would hear $50 million of assets under management and they would just kind of chuckle like, oh, that's cute. But the thing yeah. is, is when you set definite goals, which you have, and you know that you can reach those because you believe in yourself. And of course you make the very specific plan. I have no doubt that you will. And I hope that when you get that Porsche, that you'll remember this conversation and you'll invite me for a road trip, (laughs) you know, see how fast we can go because I can see it. I can see you in it. And I know, I know you'll do that. And the other thing that I love is, you know, your goals are so big and Mm -hmm. it is not because you like the people in your family are wealthy and therefore you've got to live up to their, you know, to fill their shoes. But instead, these are your very own fresh goals and and your mom too, and and others, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. But, but it's, it's you, it's, Mm -hmm. it's not your circumstances. This is not given to you. Yeah. Truthfully, you know, through my athletic career, I was taught, I mean, just to believe in myself. So I do, one thing about me is I do believe in myself. And, you know, the goals that I have set, I've been able to achieve. So it's like, why not set what we, you know, shoot for the, shoot for the stars. I mean, or, you know, in some cases, the stars aren't as far as people really think, you know? So I don't know. I I really do believe in myself. And I think I, I learned that with 20 plus years in wrestling. Wrestling is one of the hardest sports I think anybody could do. And if you can overcome adversity in wrestling, because it's a lot of mental, you know, obstacles. And I don't know, I just don't, there's a quote by Dan Gable. Dan Dan Gable's revered as maybe one of the greatest wrestling figures in history. And he said, once you've wrestled, everything else in life is easy. And I kind of, I kind of feel that way in a sense, you know, I've, 
I put my my body and my brain to different levels to to kind of just like push and persevere toward a goal, you know? So I think certain things like, you know, like setting big goals like that, they're easier to achieve, I think, than what I have in sports, I think. Yeah. So um and of course it's about breaking your goal into into steps. So yeah. kind of on a high level, what what are you, what is your one year plan? I mean, and, and I don't know, what is your day, your week plan? Like what are those babies? Yeah. Well, they're not baby steps, but what are those smaller steps that yeah. will ensure that you reach that goal? So I, I do have these, like I said, I've, I've written them down and I'm pretty specific about my one year goals. I think as far as multifamily, I want to be on the GP side of four deals this year. That's, that's the goal for me. You know, I mean, we're pretty on track, hopefully. I mean, if we're submitting this LOI um, on Thursday, then, you know, just one step closer. But um, looking to get in my first deal, hopefully within the next month or two. But four deals, hopefully within the year. And then, you know, I also, I think I mentioned to you when we met, I'm in solar sales as well. So, um, you know, I I want to make six figures again this this coming year. It just depends on how many six figures, but those are my I mean those are my goals as well as uh, I, I went to school, so I got a little bit of student debt. Just want to pay all that off, I and mean, that's what I think an acquisition on on one of my first multifamily deals is going to be used for. So I you know I think I forgot the question, but if we're talking about one year from now, it's zero debt. Ownership and four multifamily deals with a solar team operating on its own. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. And I'm sure, and I won't, I won't even have you, you know, state it, but you know, you've got your daily and your weekly and your monthly goals. And that's what it's all about. You've got to break it down into specific accomplishments in order to achieve those goals. So one thing that I'm interested in is your college education. I mean, like you mentioned, your mom was the first to graduate from high school from her family and her siblings. So how did you get to the point? How did you know, like, I'm going to be a college grad? (laughs) Definitely with first from my athletic career. Um, Out of high school, I went to Nebraska, which is, I mean, it's like the pinnacle of college wrestling and Big Ten. So, you know, I imagine myself graduating from there. However, Nebraska wasn't like my favorite state. (laughs) Coming from Colorado was a really hard transition, like just comparing the two. So I knew I wanted to be a college grad by seeing my college wrestling career through. And I was able to do that. I graduated from Colorado Mesa University with a degree in um, geoscience. And I chose geoscience specifically because at a young age, I was introduced to my stepmother's work friends, rich guys. These guys were geologists. They worked for an oil and gas company. So I said, okay, these guys are rich guys. I'm I'm attracted to money. I am. You know, I'm motivated. I want money for opportunity and other things in life. But I was pointing in that direction towards geoscience because I was kind of, I mean, the world's resource, oil and gas, in, in which we've ran on in the last, you know, tens, almost hundreds of years now, you know, that created the wealthiest people in the world. So I pursued what I understood to be control of, you know, earth resource, which is what's going to get people paid or to that billionaire status that we see these, in some cases, um, monopolists <laughs> be really rich with. So I went to school, got the geoscience degree and got a job. And, you know, I looked in many different sects of geology. However, I kind of pursued um, the geotechnical side instead of the oil and gas side. I moved to Arizona 
for two years. My girlfriend's out there, or she was out there, and she graduated from ASU. So I did, I did two years of geotechnical engineering, and I realized it wasn't for me. And I think you sent me a question to kind of ponder on, and it's it was what do you want? What's something you wanted and you worked towards? And I wanted to leave the nine to five life. It sucked to me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I wanted to embrace an entrepreneurial path instead. So our our world is transitioning. Instead of you know oil and gas, we're actually transitioning into solar power or renewable energy. And you know I want to be ahead of the transition because I understood what a hundred years ago what it was like to find you know oil, and it's the same kind of transition that we're seeing now with solar power. Where you know many people are making you know doctor money and solar sales mm-hmm. on a very regular basis. You know you don't even like you don't need a college degree to go sell solar power, but it not only that it's helping the the world and there's a large large transition of energy. So I went to school for geoscience to make good money. Mm-hmm. Left geoscience because it was a very technical nine to five lifestyle that I think you know I, I felt that I was personally not compensated where I should have for the amount of work we did in our undergrad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I embraced another opportunity an entrepreneurial opportunity just in sales. And I mean, what I was able to do in a short six months compared to like years of geoscience, it was, it, it's uncomparable. And I'm really just happy to have found a path for my investments. You know what I mean? Because I'm able to generate a lot of capital with my sales and solar, but truthfully, it's just going right back into the business. So, um, with multifamily, so that's that's kind of like the progression of each of my steps since graduation. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have two totally different questions. So, yeah. one of them is: Can you remember? Was there a particular uh, time in high school or elementary school, or a particular teacher? Um, I mean, like, I feel like you believed in yourself forever. Like, just like, it just, it feels like forever. And if that's true, let us know. But if there was some sort of pivotal um, time period or moment or something where you just were like, you know what, I really can do this. Or was it just something you always remember? Yeah, to be honest, like, it's been something that's been engraved in me through my parents. Like my mom, like my dad was my coach through every sport. I played football, I wrestled, I played baseball. My dad was the head coach of the football team, made me quarterback. I was quarterback all through peewee football and this and that. And the same thing with wrestling, you know, team captain. I was always just leading in, the, I guess, that direction. And I had, I had a great support system. A lot of people telling me how much they believe in me. You know, I'm achieving my goals and up people are continuing to tell. So it's kind of been engraved since just a little boy. And, you know, since graduating with, you know, a science degree, you know, I was the first on my my dad's side. My mom was the first to get a college degree and then I was the second, but I was the first, you know, Martinez man to get a degree. So like, I guess just kind of setting those goals always since a little kid, I've, I've worked toward a goal and I've achieved it. I just think I'm just rinsing and repeat that process. Like I'm setting a goal and I'm achieving it. I believe in myself because I achieved my goals really. Yeah. Well, you've got wonderful parents, super fortunate. And I know, you know, how blessed you are. So with the those great circumstances as far as supportive parents and even coaches and all that you've talked about. Is there a part of you that wants to give back 
to, you know, youth that, and it's, it's kind of a leading question. I mean, I, I hadn't thought about it before, but is there part of you that wants to give back and like mentor youth, those that, that are not being told that they, they can do anything they want, you know, yeah, have you thought absolutely. about that? Absolutely. I've seen, and I do that. I do a lot of mentor coaching through wrestling. And it's, I think it's one of the best way to personally develop somebody. And you see a lot of adult men going to jujitsu for like, have you heard of jujitsu? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, martial art. So you see a lot of men, it's the closest thing I think that men do nowadays to wrestling and certain things like that. But it's, it's one of the easiest ways to help with personal development. I mean, I, I sort of mentor my cousin in a way he came, he's come and stayed with me in different States, you know, and, but my cousin, he's a very accomplished wrestler. He's going for his fourth state title in high school, just committed to Princeton. So he has an extremely bright future. And I think that's my way to give back currently is, you know, through the kids in wrestling and, you know, through that, I'm able to you know build relationships with parents and other things like that too. But I think that's the best way for me to the youth mm-hmm. is, to show them something hard for one that you have to persevere through because wrestling is like I mentioned, it's, it takes people to the brink of sanity. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And mm-hmm. If you could operate there, if you could operate in the most uncomfortable environment, I think that's something that I could give back to kids as a, a, at a young age that will stick with them forever. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I love that. There is so much value in, in sports. Yeah. Uh, so, and especially when you have great coaches and great, teammates and, and yeah, it's very valuable. I, and I never thought yeah. uh, as much about wrestling until you've talked about it. And that makes a lot of sense. So thanks for sharing that. So what about, you know, you're, you've said you're really attracted to money. You've got these really large, huge goals on the things that you want to be able to have. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to devise the the way I want to ask this question, but what do you see as being your most genuine passion in your in your why? And we you know we talk about that at multifamily is yeah. what is the deep motivating factor beside like having the the cash and the material things? I think it's God for me. Uh-huh. God. Um, you know, I pray or I ha- I have conversation with God all through the day. You know, mm-hmm. I pray. I I also am big in just showing gratitude. You know, uh-huh. like um, I've been blessed with so so many good opportunities that you know I I just think it's my job. You know, God has placed these opportunities in front of in front of me f- so that I capitalize on them. You know what I mean? So I think the internal moving force is is God. You know, I'm continuously, like I said, continuously praying and. I'm showing gratitude for the blessings that I've received. Mm-hmm. And that's the major mover for me, I think, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and that's something, that's a common ground for me and all my family as well. I was, you know, we're, I was raised Catholic as well. So pretty strong foundation, I would say. So yeah, that's definitely what I'm, what I'm moved by. And like I said, just conversations around the clock. And, you know, when I don't know something or, you know, like when it's uncharted territory, like, in the Bible, it's, re- it's referenced like hundreds of times, like, do not have fear. Do not be afraid. So mm-hmm. kind of just like walk in that direction. Like, I'm not afraid, you know, to get uncomfortable with my goals. So Yeah, I love that. And I'm similar in, in the same ways. You know, even this podcast, for example, I don't know 
why I'm doing it. I, I know why I'm doing it, but it's not putting money in my pockets, but there's, there's another force that's, mm. you know, allowing me to do this. And it's, it's often you put your faith first and then later, you know, when you, when you trust and then later you can, you can see the benefits, see, you see how you've helped other people. And I've seen that over and over in my life. So thank you for bringing that up because I, I do each day as well. Think like, what can you make of me? Like here I am, you know, make more of me than I am right now. So. And then when we are what he's made us to be, it's just like continuous, like gratitude for what we've become. Or yeah. For me, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So let's say, okay, we've, we've got a couple of minutes left. Let's say that, I mean, like, you know, achieving financial success and it brings a lot of um, endorphins and excitement and, you know, all yeah. these feelings. Is there a point in time where it doesn't matter anymore? Well, it always matters, but I mean, where you're doing it for different reasons. I mean, like if you yeah. just have all this excess money, what what are you gonna do with it? You're gonna give back. Uh-huh. <laughs> give back to people, to people of you know, obviously who are in need. I do have a real soft spot for the homeless personally. Like mm-hmm. I I I do. Currently here in Colorado, there's been a large amount of, of Venezuelans that have been, you know, dropped off by buses and stuff. And this last Friday I actually, you know, kind of got out and chatted with a few, fed them and, you know, gave them a little bit of money too. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think I'm moved by people who are willing to work without opportunity or, you know, like willing to work with something, but just haven't been given the opportunity. And I just, I think once I achieve this financial freedom and I'm able to, you know, uh, I I think money makes a, can make a good person better, you know, Mm -hmm. by back and, you know, helping like the community if, you know, in certain ways, possible you know we go to we go to a couple churches as well like i mentioned i'm i I was raised catholic but we you know we go to another church um red rocks as well here but they do they do a lot of charity work and stuff and i think you know my mom that's one of her major moving forces is you know she for a long time was a single mom with my sister and i and she's mentioned many times like that she wants to create some sort of you know, foundation for single moms who are struggling with money and certain things like that. So, you know, I've definitely keep, keep all that in mind because there will be a day where, you know, we have enough just to be a good person. So yeah. Um, yeah. And to give back. Well, you know, conversation I had with a guest a, a couple of days ago, and, and this is some self-reflection on myself too. I think oftentimes we think, well, when we have enough money or, you know, then at that point in time, then we can give back. But something that you've, that you've been talking about already, I already know that you're in the practice of helping and you may not even recognize it as much. Um, but even just simply talking to a homeless person, um, I mean, sure you gave them some money too, but even if you didn't have any money to give, you're already in that mentality of giving back. And so I think it's, it's a shame if anyone ever thinks, well, in the future, that's when I'll help. But it's, but it's really like, you know, I know what you mean is in the future, you'll be able to help even more because you're already in the the habits of, of serving those around you. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I mentioned, I'm, I am moved by, you know, certain homeless or, you know, people who are in a situation where they have to ask for money like that. And, I don't really carry cash, but when I do, it honestly goes all towards the people on the street 
And yeah. Um, yeah, it feels good. It feels good. I also, sometimes I don't like mentioning that I do that, but I mean, it does feel good. It brings me joy. It brings them joy. So yeah. And I do oh. every chance I get, every chance I do have a little bit of cash, it's, it's normally to them. So. Yeah. Well, you know, you're, you're a good man and I've always been drawn to you. I don't know when you just, you can feel someone's energy and it matches your own and just in a short amount of time that, that I've known you. And so it's just been a pleasure to, to talk to you again and to be able to share some of your thoughts and experiences with our listeners. And I look forward to that Porsche ride and all the other things that you're going to accomplish. So thanks again, Frank. And to my listeners, I want to want to sign off by saying my name is Jen McAllister, the host of Just Figure It Out and the owner of Rise CPA and Accountants. Until next time, friends.